main word. All of you guys have come today on a special Sunday. Today is um, our Harvest Sunday. Thank you, Tambo. Today is our Harvest Sunday. Um, and, and Harvest Sunday um, is, is our day of, in the week, sorry. It's the one day in the year that we have where as a family we come to so um, sacrificially, financially wise, um, into the house of A&T. And as you guys can see, we're in an O Street gallery right now. We've been here for about two months and we need to upgrade our media equipment. Amen. Hmm. We need to money, the church goes quiet. Amen. 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 It's not going to my pocket, guys. <laughs> Um, so today's um, offering is going to be dedicated towards our media equipment. Um, so I'm going to go through a message to break down another perspective about why we sow, about what, what is harvest, what is seed, all that good stuff, so that we do this with understanding. Amen? Amen? Amen. As you can see, it, I'm a speaker that likes energy, so I need you to work with me today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, I like that, Michaela. Amen. So I'm going to quickly pray before we start. If we can just bow our heads. Father, we just want to thank you. Father, we just want to honor you. Just want to magnify you. God, I thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you that today it was not our strength or our ability that woke us up. It was the new mercies that sang a new song to our spirit, Lord God. And even now, Father God, today we come open. We come with our ears open, our eyes open to hear a word in season, God. I pray as your manservant, God, that you would help me. God, help me. I pray, precious spirit of God, help me. And Lord, I pray that the words that I speak today will not fall on deaf ears, but will fall on good ground. And will produce 30, 60, 100 fold. We pray for your precious Holy Spirit even now to be with us. I speak a word of peace over this room right now. And I speak a word of encouragement, Lord God, that people would see the light of Christ today as we go through this session, God. We honor you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Hi guys, my name's Ayokuna Duni, senior pastor here, alongside my wife, Susan Debastuni. Hey, baby. <laughs> She's very beautiful and anointed. And um, we here at ANT believe in seed, time, and harvest. I'm going to read from Genesis chapter 8, 20 to 22. Um, on the projector, you're going to see a few slides showing you a few words and what I'm going to talk about today. Um, essentially, in our new saying, we've got a phrase called today's seed is tomorrow's harvest and that is based on this scripture found in Genesis 8 2022 God has visited Noah and Noah has now just um, come out of the ark God had wiped out the whole earth the flood you know the story Noah comes out of the ark and Noah's first response to God is that he will build an altar um, and sacrifice clean animals and God smelt their aroma and God made a covenant with Noah that Noah, I will never again flood the earth. This is a sign of my covenant, the rainbow. And also, as long as 
the earth remains, sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. Are you guys okay with the computer? You need passwords? Okay, cool. So, I'm going to read the scripture in Genesis 8.22. It says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Verse 22, key verse. While the earth remains, seed, sorry, and harvest, <coughs> cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. While the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. We get a promise here, we get a principle where God says to Noah, as long as the earth remains, every time you sow a seed, over time, you will produce a harvest. As long as you see cold, and right now it's cold in the UK, as long as there's heat, winter and summer, day and night, it shall not cease. And last week I spoke to you guys about prepare, process and prosper. Uh, and I spoke about how that principle which God gave us for this year spoke about, how, and preparation spoke about how when God gives you an idea or an instruction and you obey it, that's called preparation. The process is that when you do the obedience, he will take you through like a development stage as to what that means, what that will look like, and prosper looks like harvest, where whatever it is that God instructs you to do at the beginning will reap a harvest. So here we see with Noah, next slide please. For us to get this principle, Noah built an altar. That was Noah's preparation. After he built an altar, Noah offered a sacrifice. That was his process. Then God made a covenant. And I spoke about the, the power behind this, is that Noah wasn't instructed to do any of these things. But according to Genesis chapter 6, Noah, it says that Noah walked with God. And we know that through his close fellowship with God, Noah knew that his response to God's mercy on his life was to build an altar. To offer a sacrifice and then God made a covenant. I put that here, Noah had a prayer life, built an altar. Noah was a giver, he offered a sacrifice. And we see that through that process of preparation, God responds by making covenant with him. We could almost see this also as a mirror of what it means to sow a seed over time and reap a harvest. So we understand that this principle was built on the premises of sacrifice. And this is why at a and Harvest Sunday, our giving today is not just 
in a, a convenient giving is a sacrificial giving because it's a response to God's mercy on our lives. You guys follow me here, yeah? So in Romans 12, we see a pattern here where Paul tells us, in view of God's mercies, offer your body as a sacrifice, which is your reasonable act of worship. This whole thing happening here is Noah's act of worship. St. Corinthians chapter 9, 6 to 9. This is going to be our foundational scripture for today and where we get the word Harvest Sunday. It reads, But I say, he who sows barrenly will also reap barrenly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, and his righteousness endures forever. Verse 10 and 11. Now, may he who supplies seed to the sower, bread for food, supply and multiply the seeds you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Paul has spent about a chapter and a bit um, addressing the Corinthians church about their giving um, and here he lays down a principle as to how and, and why they should give. We see in verse 6 you sow sparingly, reap sparingly. Sow bountifully, reap bountifully. He lets us know that according to what we sow that we will receive. And then he goes on to say, this is not for me to make you do it under compulsion. You must first decide in your heart what it should be because God loves a cheerful giver. And he tells you, out of the giving that you give, God will make all grace abound towards you, that you will always have all sufficiency in all things and have an abundance of every good work. And then he quotes an Old Testament scripture from Psalms 112 where he says, look, this person that was a generous man always gave to the poor. And out of his giving, out of his lifestyle, he had a lifestyle of righteousness that endured forever, speaking essentially about Christ. But, next slide. We see that the theme here is generosity. And on this theme of generosity, we see that Generosity really is another word that we could use for sacrifice. And the reason why I say that is because we don't give generously out of what is convenient to us. When someone is doing something generous, it's normally something that goes out of their way to bless other individual. Would you agree? Yeah. So I've come to realize that when it comes to giving sacrificially to the Lord, it's really God teaching me the principle of what it means to be generous. And it will always be in response 
to the generous state that I believe that I've received from God. Remember, no one received mercy and his response was to offer a sacrifice. Paul says, in view of God's mercy, offer your body, that word body in Greek is your whole life, as a living sacrifice. Bible says, he that has been forgiven much, loves much. There's something about how you perceive what you receive that inclines your heart to respond in a certain way. But he says, look, do this cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. Meaning that it's one thing to give something, but God cares about how you give it. God cares about what the motive behind the giving is. And I put down here that it's not generosity unless, previous slide, bro. It's not generosity unless it's been given cheerfully. Cheerfully. Remember I said the word in Isaiah 1? The Bible says be willing and obedient. Speaking about your attitude and the works of your hands. God cares about the how, not just the what. So giving is an act of worship. When we give, when we're sowing seed in the context of today, in Harvest Sunday, we are doing an act of worship. And the depth of our worship, the depth of our, of our, of our giving, will always be based on the depth of our understanding. That's why Paul spent 11 chapters discussing about sin, righteousness, walking in the spirit, all these things. And says, look guys, despite all these things that we have done against him, look at the richness of God's favor and kindness towards us. In view of these mercies, the reasonable acts that I can do, my basic level of, 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 of offering that I can do is offer my life as a sacrifice. He gave his life for my life. And God was my full life back. So essentially, Paul in St. Corinthians is teaching the, 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 the church there as believers. There's a way I want you to worship God that goes beyond the song, church attendance, that goes beyond what we do with one another, that comes through us honoring God with the substance of our income. charging us that a worshipper's response to God is to give. And I agree that my relationship with giving, especially in the context of church, has it's always been, if I'm honest, I've gone through a process of where, you know, you give to get something back, you know, the song give, and they will come back to you, press down. So there's been a mindset towards giving that has been always been transactional. But giving from a biblical context, is always a response to God's goodness. And because God is faithful and gracious, in that principle, he still blesses and increases us. But the fruit of this harvest that God says that we're going to sow a seed into isn't always necessarily you sow 200 pounds today and then you get 2,000 pounds. You know, as some of my fellow preachers like to preach. But Paul says something interesting here that I really want to hone in as to why, as believers, we give. 
in 2 Corinthians 10, 9, verse 10 to 11, I'm going to be in the New King James Version. He says that, Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for the food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing, that is, your resources, and increases the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, kindness, and love. Verse 11, you will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous. And this generosity administered through us is producing thanksgiving to God from those who benefit. Let's read it from verse 10 again. The seed that you're about to sow, it says here that God is the one who provides the seed for the sower. So all of us believe that it's God that gave us the grace to have our jobs, right? But it's interesting here that he says he provides seed for the soul. So God already expects you to sow with what you've been given. So what? Yeah? Bread for the food, which, which is what happens when you earn um, with your seed. It, 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 it creates bread for you to eat. He says that he will multiply your seed for sowing. Meaning that as you sow this seed, he's going to increase your resources to keep on sowing. So he's bringing you into an ecosystem, into a cycle where he gives me seed, I sow. I sow the seed, he gives the seed. God gives seed to the sower. Amen. He expects you to sow something with the seed, yeah? But the interesting part here is that it says, the increase the harvest of your righteousness. It doesn't say increase the harvest of your 200 pounds to 2,000 pounds. He says righteousness. And I was pondering on how has God gone from agriculture to seed to righteousness? And then I remember there's a scripture that talks about how the foundation of God's throne is righteousness and justice. And when we look at the context of harvest in New Covenant, it's to do with Jesus who was a seed sown into the ground. He died and was buried and he rose from the grave. And out of that, we obtain salvation. And we are all fruits. We are all, we are all harvest of Jesus' seed, right? So essentially, the harvest that he's speaking about here is, is the harvest of souls that will live in righteousness. So he says that your seed is about a harvest. And the Bible says, righteousness shall exalt a nation. Now, we know that UK is in a very interesting, dark place. If I want to see change in this nation, there's certain principles or there's certain insight here as to how that can run. How look like I am? To be an A&T, we're a church community, we're an extension of God's kingdom, we're here to preach the gospel, we're here to spread God's influence across the earth. As you sow into this good ground, see A&T as a new foundation where righteousness shall exalt this nation. Bible says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? 
So God knows that if the work here of ministry is to be effective, productive, legacy, to have a real inheritance, he needs the foundation of it to be secure. That means as we sow, we are building a new foundation called righteousness. Are you guys following me here, yeah? yeah. God says, as we summon to here and as we have believed that we need to upgrade our media equipment through the media, through internet, through whatever we do, we're reaching more people. Yes, Just to give a basic example. He was saying today, is not necessarily what will God give to me. It's how the seed will advance the kingdom. There's another scripture. Jesus, in John 4, Jesus is talking about to the disciples. He says, um, you guys say that three months from now, um, harvest will come. And obviously, harvest is, you know, harvest is normally like autumn time, I believe. You sow in the spring, reap in harvest. He says, lift up your eyes now. The harvest is right. He was talking about not agriculture, but souls. Uh, and he says something really interesting in that scripture. He says, one sows and another reaps. I'm sending you to reap from things that you haven't sown. It was powerful to me because I thought, wow, what will I sow today that fear might reap in 10 years' time? Amen. All of you here are a product of somebody's seed. So this seed sowing that we're doing here, guys, I really want to just really hold this in. It's not about only what God can give back. We know that he will multiply it. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's about the increase of righteousness. God is saying on this particular day, as you sow, something is going to happen that you might not see 10 years from now or 20 years from now. But I'm teaching you a principle. I'm bringing it into an ecosystem of God. That as you give into the kingdom and as we use the resources in godly stewardship, we are going to reap a harvest of souls. Jesus is going to receive the reward of his suffering. I'm sure you never heard about seed and this before, have you? But it's really interesting because we see in the book of Acts 2, 3,000 people got saved in one day. A few verses down, on their own accord, the people sold all that they had and put it at the apostles' feet. And not one person in that community lacked anything. They had all things in common. I find it powerful that Apostle Peter didn't attempt to do it. It was something that happened in the inside them where the Holy Spirit had inspired them. I want you to give sacrificially for the benefit of your brethren. That was their response to God's kindness towards them. I'm echoing this drum because whatever you give today has to be willing, has to be something that's, that's in response to how God is inspiring you. So 
So I put down some principles I find in the Word of God when it comes to to how we sow, to kind of like just give you guys some guidelines to do. But I hope you guys have understood the angle I'm taking with this seed that we're about to sow today. God gives seed to the sower. For the increase of your righteousness. God is calling us as laborers to partner with him in his work on the earth. These four characters, I'll quickly go through them as time is fast spent. Oh my God. It says, the first one is winning. In 2 Corinthians 6, Paul says, I want you to give as you have decided in your heart. So I'm not going to come in here and tell you that you must give a certain number. Amen? Amen. Not under compulsion, not under manipulation, but willingly. So he's addressing your attitude here. Be willing and obedient. Remember that, guys? Second step. Painful. Another word could have been sacrifice. It's something beyond convenience. David said something really powerful in 1 Samuel, I think 20. He says, I will not offer anything to the Lord that has not cost me. Now the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. So we know that that principle applies to David. David was giving back to God in his response to how he knew God. God showed David real mercy. God showed David real grace. And David said, whatever I give to the Lord, it has to cost me something. And he did it cheerfully. Third one, inspired. 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 Acts 2. The whole church community sold all of their belongings. I'm not telling you to sell your house or to sell everything you got. I'm just saying, however the Holy Ghost inspires you to give, which means pray about this. Which means, God, what do you want me to give? The last one, faith filled. We're not doing anything we're doing today is not out of faith. As believers, the Bible says actually in Romans 14, anything not done from faith is sin. God wants you to relate with him by faith. God says it's impossible to please him without faith. We must first believe that he is. I want you guys to believe that what you're doing here, what you're sowing there, what you're sowing here has a purpose attached to it. It is my response to God's instruction to Sunday. It's my response to, 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 to advance God's kingdom. I'm doing this because I believe in whom I said I believe and I'm about my father's business. So be willing, something painful, inspired, and most importantly, faith-filled. Faith-filled. So I want to give us a moment to pray about about what we're going to give. I want to give us a moment to 
worship God through the substance of our income. Just to bring clarity and to bring some sort of um, understanding, this Harvest Sunday seed, it's not your time. Amen? Everyone's laughing. <laughs> you give time normally. This is, this is the one time offering in a year that you're going to give to the Lord. So I want you, everyone here, just to bow their heads and pray as to what they want to give unto the Lord today. And I just want to echo the scripture in 2 Corinthians 9 6. Remember this He who sows family will also reap family. He who sows generously that blessings may come to others will also reap generously and be blessed.